0: hello mama's on my mind praise the lord I'm in Philippians I'm going to read you something in Philippians it seems that I can't get away from the topic hold on don't give up he's going to carry us through and he's coming back soon for me and you, uh, I had a friend call me from California yesterday, real upset about <clears throat> how he hasn't improved any in the Lord. He don't feel. He said, "I'm still the same." In fact, sometimes I think I'm going backwards. And uh, uh, and I said, "Well, you know, I preached on that very thing this past Sunday, and I was reading the scriptures." You know, you can't even, if you want to do something for the Lord, you want to go out and you want to do something for the Lord. Did you know you can't do that unless he helps you? (laughs) That's pitiful, isn't it? That's how bad we are. You can't even help him unless he helps you help him. And then sometimes we have enough audacity to think that we actually did it ourselves. You know what I mean? That, hey, man, we're cool, you know. I'm really good, you know. There's about four people except the Lord this week. You know what I mean? And I'm the one that done the singing or I'm the one that done the preaching. Man, when you do that, <laughs> you are going backwards. You can't even help him unless he helps us help him. And let me read you a scripture here in Philippians, the third chapter. <clears throat> you know the Bible says that he's coming back for us and we're going to be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. Now that's quick going to be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye and we're going on to be with him now if we're saved which we're saved by grace and now i believe the lord was talking about peter james john paul all of us if we were living if they had been living when christ comes there would have been changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye this body would be it's not about the most righteous. What does he say the Bible says? It says our righteousness is as filthy rags before the Lord. But listen to this. <clears throat> in the third chapter of Philippians verse 20. Let's start with 20. I want to read two. Third chapter of Philippians 20th verse. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we took for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen to this one. Who shall change our vile body. That it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. According to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Our vile body. He knows what we're made out of. And that's dirt. And that's where we're going back to. When you're doing something for the Lord, it is through his strength that this is done. And through his knowledge, and through his wisdom that this is done. You're only a vessel. A willing vessel. And that's all he asks for is a willing vessel. And he'll do the rest. He'll do the rest. Now you're saved, but I'm telling you, your strength and your goodness come through Jesus Christ. And it's vile. Your body is still vile. I believe he's talking to the people that are saved right here. You're saved. Billy Graham's body is vile. But it's going to be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye to like Christ, glorious body. You say, well, what are you saying then? I'm saying if you mess up, God will forgive you. He knows. He'll forgive you. And don't quit. Keep on keeping on. Say, Lord, Paul, what did Paul say? He said, he was quick to repent. That means he messed up. He said, I strive towards the high calling, right? He hadn't reached it. And I'll tell you what, you ain't ever going to reach perfectness. You're not. And I'll tell you this, and I say it often, the closer you get to him, the further away from him you're going to realize you are. You will never be satisfied with the work that you do here. What I mean by that, can you do things now? Remember some things you did a couple of years ago or a year ago you can't do now? Because God has told you that I don't want you to do that no more. Are you dissatisfied with your temper? Are you dissatisfied with the way you do certain things? That's the Lord talking to you. He saying, now son, I t- told you about that and you say I know Lord I'm, I'm working on it he said well you got to get better than that now now listen you people that don't know the Lord if you think that you're supposed to judge Christ by us don't 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 look at me and don't look at anybody you know that's saved as the uh, one that you go by because if you do you're going to be in big trouble I'm telling you, I didn't look at nobody and say, hey man, I'm going to model my life after him. Whoa, man. You know, some sin is not obvious. Some sin is, but some sin is not obvious. If you ever looked at an old saint and said, man, I don't see anything wrong with them," Well, I guarantee you, there's plenty. There's plenty wrong with them. If there wasn't something wrong with them, they'd have been like, you know, could have been taken away as close to heaven he was to earth but God took him. There's something that they're trying to work on in their life. Like temper. Now that's obvious. It's easy to see somebody lose their temper. And it's easy to see some people gossip. But the lust of the flesh is not easy to see. A man can lust for a woman in church. And you can't see it. A sin. But you can't see certain things like that. But certain things are obvious. So what I'm saying is don't think this saint here is greater than this other saint. The only great one is Jesus Christ. The only hope they have is in Christ Jesus. That He is going to hold us and keep us until He comes again. So don't put your eyes on man or a woman, because they'll fail you and they'll let you down. And you'll say, Well, if that's a Christian, I don't need it. Have you ever thought that or said that? That's because you're looking at man. Jesus is the one. And I can't explain it to you either, what he does. I've been saved 15 years. And I was in sin 35. You say, you mean you don't sin now? Yep. Yeah. But you see, i got an advocate with the Father. That my my sins are covered by the blood. And when I know, listen, you think it takes me a day to realize I sin? I know it almost before it gets out of my mouth. Before it gets out of my mouth. Or before I finish thinking what I was thinking. God said, son. So, Lord forgive me forgive me forgive me Lord forgive me you know what I mean and then your sins are covered by the blood that's the difference there's some people I know that's some of the kindest most humble people I know that's going to go to hell because they're not covered by the blood the only way you can get out of this place is you got to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and accept him as your savior and then your sins are covered by the blood of Christ and that's the only hope with this old vile body is covered by the blood of Christ. And through Him, we're saved by grace. That's the only way you're saved. And these works, and I'll tell you what, a lot of people think that once they get saved, that's it. Man, that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. He's got something He wants you to do. You think He's going to take us to heaven? You you ever wonder what we're going to do when we get to heaven? Man, I mean, just think. You're going to be living forever and ever, and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And you have the body of Christ? What do you think you're going to do, sit down by a fishing hole and fish? I just don't believe that. You know, I guess if you want to, you could. But I don't know what Christ is going to have us doing. But you've got a whole universe out there. I don't know what we're going to be doing. I, I just don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, mm, mm, mm. I'll tell you one thing. If this life was so wonderful, if this life was so wonderful, don't you know the angels would envy us and want to be like this? else want to be like this. You know one thing they wonder about? Is that Holy Ghost. That's scriptural. They say, man, look at that. I don't understand that. That Holy Ghost. So what's that? Boy, that's what God puts in you when he saves you. you say, well, you know if he's got any? I guarantee you'll know. I'm here, ain't I? You'll know. Can you explain it? No. Will you always let people see Jesus in you? No. Will you mess up? Yes. Big time? Sometimes. Is there a big sin or little sin? No. Just sin. Anything that's not like Christ is sin. Will he forgive you? Absolutely. He told us to forgive 70 times 7. And I think Jesus put zeros all the way in the end on his. He just keeps on forgiving you, forgiving you and forgiving you and forgiving you and forgiving you and forgiving you. And I don't care what you say. I may lose my temper and say things to Chris, when, which I know she's wrong. <clears throat> and I say things to her that I don't mean. I mean, in anger, I mean it. But she knows my heart. She knows I don't mean that. But the main thing is God knows I don't mean it. But I still said it. And I offended her and I hurt her. And I have to ask the Lord to forgive me for that. Let me tell you this. Just, just listen now. If you're not saved, don't you listen to this. Why would I come down here on a Sunday morning early for ten years? We don't take up no offering. You've never seen me before. And the odds are you'll never see me again. Now why would I lie to you? Why? Would I lie to you? So when you get back in that truck and going down the road, you're going to have to ask yourself that question. Why did that guy lie to me? Because the Lord has called us to come here and to preach His word. That's it. Let me tell you this. You say, well... I had not got any talents. I can't sing. I can't get up in front of a group and speak. Did you know God's strength is shown through your weakness? That's right. You're, his strength is shown. Through you. If you stutter, you know who stuttered? Moses. Y'all know that? Moses stuttered. Remember he told the Lord, said, I'm slow of speech? And God said, oh man, you'll be a good spokesman for me then. Don't that make you happy? Say, well, I can't I can't get up in front of a crowd and speak at all. You're probably going to be called to preach. If you think you are a great orator and you be a great preacher, odds are he'll never call you to preach. Because you think you're doing it. I'm telling you, we don't do anything except mess up and do the things he's called us to do with his help. All you're going to do is mess up, friend. But don't quit don't give up you have an advocate with a father Jesus Christ himself that says father forgive him because look on his back father and his whole back is covered with blood it's covered by the blood of Christ what makes me feel this chill that goes from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet what is that what is it that makes me want, Sometime I'll be reading the word, just get up and want to take off running? Because he's just shown you something that you've never seen before. I never noticed that until the other day. This past week I noticed that. Vile. Of course I knew, but I never seen... Sometimes he tells you things that you've been thinking and he makes you feel good that he finally lets you know. You know what makes a Christian feel good? Nothing makes a Christian feel better then a pat on the back from the Lord that maybe He's doing a little bit right. Nothing makes me feel better. Woo! I get happy. I get happy. Somebody said, "Well, I just don't believe that, Bob." I said, "Well, why?" ain't I went back then. I know what it's like. I got saved. When I was thirty-five. I spent four years in the Navy. I know what all the bars and honky tonks are in Japan, Korea. California, I know them all. Dance hall, I've been to all those places. Gavel, shop, pool, all that stuff, and bars. Ain't nothing wrong with shooting pool, but you know, you know the nightlife I'm talking about. I've been there. Now, if that nightlife's so wonderful, and it's right, why ain't I gone back? And I'll tell you one thing: if you ever get saved, God ever change. If you get saved, got to change you. You don't give up nothing. You. Some people, my what my sister told me. She said, son, I'd accept the Lord if it wasn't for giving up my wine and my cigarettes. Some people think, now now that's what my sister said. I didn't say that. My sister said that. I said, Joyce, what kind of cigarettes do you smoke and what brand of wine do you drink? I'll send them to you every month. All I want you to do is every time the church doors are open, you be there. And I said, you got free cigarettes and free wine for as long as you live from me but all I want you to do is when the church doors are open you be there don't give up nothing you, you don't give up nothing you receive you say well listen you can't uh, 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 drink and go to bars and all that if you've got that light inside you call the Holy Spirit the guiding light no you can't you know why because you don't want to If you accept Jesus as your Savior and you still want to go to those bars and you feel no condemnation by going, go. 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 I'm telling you. You do whatever you want to that you can. Now, I'm going to tell you something, friend. When God saves you, however he does it, I don't know. He puts this little light inside you and tells you don't do that don't do that. And you know what you want? You want. But until you're saved, you have no guiding light. But I've got one. And he don't spend no long time telling you no either. You ask if you want to do something? You say, Lord, can I do that? He'll say, you know. You do. He don't say yeah. He don't say no. He'll say you know. Because i put a light inside you that's your guiding light that will tell you right from wrong. He's wonderful. Now I can't explain it to you. But it's there. It's there. Let God correct you. man. I've heard preachers get up there and preach that you're going to hell if you smoke. I I don't know that. But I know one thing. If God tells you to quit smoking, you'll quit. If my wife told me to quit smoking years ago, I would probably double the amount I smoked. And And if a pastor tells me to do something, I might make me mad. But if God tells you to do something, it won't make you mad. It'll convict you and you'll do it. He says, taste me and see that I'm good. That's right. Taste me and see that I'm good. Trust me. And he'll never let you down, friend. I want to do this song, Chris, called Hello Mama. I'm going to do this song. You know, there can be no greater treasure than to have a praying mother. I had a friend whose mother always prayed for him, but I must confess to you that I thought his condition was hopeless. But late one night, this dear mother answered a telephone, and a voice on the other end said, Hello, Mom. I just called to tell you that all those tears... tears Me. Mama, they were not in vain. They were not <coughs> in vain. Thank you, Jesus. But mama, something happened something tonight. Happen. Tonight I'll down in the All right.